Hi, and welcome to episode 200 of the Dying to Ask podcast. 200 is a very big number. Big number actually in podcasting, big number in general. So before we get to today's episode, I wanted to give you a little bit of podcast background because I do get asked about this a lot from people. I'm kind of a data geek. We used to just say data nerd, but now data geek is apparently far more chic, so I'll say that. So let me lay a few podcast stats on you. So when we started this show, which will be four years ago this fall, the stat that we were using with, say, upper management where I work was this, that there were 700,000 podcasts out in the universe. So that's what we were trying to stand out in with 700,000 podcasts. These days, four years later, the number being thrown around is anywhere from three to four million podcasts. So if it seems to you like everybody's got a podcast, it's because everyone has a podcast these days. So the next question you should have is, how many episodes do all those podcasters have? And this is where it gets very interesting. According to Pod News, 44% of those shows, of those three to four million shows, have three episodes or fewer. So people started a podcast and then kind of lost interest or for whatever reason did not continue those podcasts. So four out of 10 shows that are out there in the pod universe are a little bit like my garage. I bought the shelves to organize all the Christmas stuff a few years back, but those shelves are still sitting in a box while my junk is everywhere. So let me keep going with the data. Only... 720,000 podcasts out there of the three to four million have more than 10 episodes. And of those, only 156,000 of those are actually releasing episodes each week like we do on Dying to Ask. And we're now closing in on about a half a million downloads. So those are my fun podcast facts that I wanted to share with you because... We're really proud of it. My partner, Brian Lau, and I do this basically, I won't say in our spare time, but we do it while we're doing a lot of other things. So for a show that I record on Zoom, usually in my laundry room, that is edited by Brian Lau, who is one of our overnight editors, and he edits it basically while he's editing the morning news, um, we're really excited to be in that upper echelon in the data for podcasts. So where a lot of people might take a 200th episode and decide to do kind of a retro episode where they have clips from all their favorite shows, we didn't want to do that. Number one, let me tell you the reason that nobody's ever going to tell you. It's too much work. (laughs) It requires going back through all those episodes and pulling things. That's a heck of a lot of work. And I really don't like them anyway. (laughs) Personally, they're not really my thing, especially if it's a show that I listen to a lot. Um, I, I just, I wanted to do something fresh. So when a lot of people started saying, oh, you've got 200 coming up. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, it started feeling like, you know, like your 40th birthday, like where there are a lot of expectations, New Year's Eve. And so I decided I'm going to do something super self-indulgent. I am going to do something luxurious. And I'm going to ask my colleague Edie Lambert to come on and talk about a Facebook post she did a while back that I noticed blew up. And Edie and I are big fans of the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast, which I highly recommend you throw into your rotation. And Gretchen recently did an episode in April about ways to add 
a little luxury to your life. And I will link that episode that she did in the show notes. But the concept is little things that bring you big joy and feel decadent, even though they are not in the traditional sense. So Edie posted about it on Facebook. Her followers then just listed hundreds of things that they do. And she and I started talking about it. And I thought, you know what? That's how we're going to celebrate the 200th episode. We're going to add a little luxury to our days, and you can too. Edie Lambert is back on the Dying Dash Podcast. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Hey, Edie. Thanks for joining. Good morning. Thank you for having me. This You're is one of so my favorite like, topics. Oh my gosh. This is one of my favorite things is just to talk to you. So this is our 200th episode. And um, I had a couple of people online who were like, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to do like big balloons or you know how like people do that on <laughs> online now they've got like the the big giant two Arch. and all yeah yeah no no not doing any of that <laughs> not a thing I'm just gonna call Edie and see if she'll do a show with me that's my treat but you do have fresh flowers behind you those are pretty I do and they're from my garden yeah, I had a feeling they're gorgeous yes and yours are as well and actually Thank that's you. a little hint of some of the things we're gonna be talking about today so you and I have a podcast that we both um, have fallen in love with. And it's the Happier podcast with Gretchen Rubin, who people might remember wrote a book um, called Happier. And it is a podcast that she hosts with her sister, who's a TV writer. And they talk about ways to be happier. And it's all kinds of like random things sometimes. And it's just like a really great sister podcast. I love the bond between them. But they had an episode and you actually sent it to me and were like, you got to hear this one. Yeah, it, I've actually listened to it a couple of times now because um, it, the, the topic is simple luxuries, just the simple everyday things. But to me, the act of just thinking about those things is very elevating. It just um, brightens my day. It's in, in one sense, it's another form of a gratitude practice, really. It really is. And yeah. you say simple and they really are. They're like little things that don't take really time or money for the most part, but they have this big impact. And it's like adding like a little bit of civility in a day where you feel like the universe is out for you, <laughs> which is a lot Absolutely. of things. And also it makes you more aware of those things that you consider luxuries. You're looking for them. You're appreciating them when you do see them or when you do create it for, for yourself. I found when in the pandemic, self-care became so buzzy. At first I was like super resentful of it because it sounded really big and really impossible. So I, I always thought of self-care being going for a massage or maybe going and getting your nails done or like going somewhere and spending a lot of money and I just, that's just not me. I don't do that. And that's not really what we're talking about at all. A lot of money and a lot of time. 
Yeah. I think that's the other too. factor for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I rarely have nice nails for that exact reason. <laughs> I can't sit still for that long. Yes. So, okay. These are going to be little luxuries. So we threw it out on social media and actually you put it on your Facebook page first and it just blew up. So I pretty much copied you the next day and um, mine was pretty good too. So I wanted to read you a couple of them. And then the plan is You've got a list of about 10-ish things that you do. I've got a list of 10. We'll go through ours and maybe we'll come up with some ideas or like something that if you find yourself um, needing a little luxury, you can go, oh, I remember Edie does that. I'm going to give it a try because I definitely did that after listening to Gretchen and her sister. So here are some of the viewer ones. So from Mr. Truckee, he lives up in the Truckee Tahoe area, hence the name. And he said, I shoot photos and videos of all the beauty that surrounds me while I'm working outside. I try not to take it for granted, even if it's not a sunny day around Truckee or Lake Tahoe, I'll even do it in a blizzard. I love that. It's like being in the moment of where you are. And looking for beauty in a blizzard. Very cool. How about that. Okay. Yes. So I had mentioned in my post that one of the things I do is I like to, I don't really, I don't do cocktails often during the week on a school night because I get up too early. And Michelle Dapper thought it was very funny that I said, I do sparkling water <laughs> and I look for like fun flavors or something. And she said that she thought that was very funny that that was my quote treat during the week. But she said, I always say it's a little sad that a zero calorie, zero sugar drink is my treat, but I get that with her. Absolutely. And I think one of the things I posted was a diet Coke, but also on ice and in a nice glass. Fancy. And right. And there are days if I'm dragging at home and I'm heading off to work, I will grab a glass from home because we do have ice at work mm -hmm. and I will put it on we're my spo desk. We're spoiled at the big three with the ice. We've got a big <laughs> yes. ice machine. Yeah. It's fabulous, especially yeah, in the summer. And so, yeah, to have the, 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 the <laughs> just the way I like it in my nice glass, it just tastes yeah. better. And it does make me feel like um, things are just uh, a little more in control. Exactly. Okay. Dylan Stute said, for me, this is so random, but I want to try it. It's buttered toast when the sun goes down. It has to be sourdough. Nice. Yeah. That is nice. And it has a tiny twist of the breakfast for dinner. Yes. Feel, which, you know, you feel like you're getting away with something. Like Totally. It feels special. So, yeah, yeah no, I totally one. get that. Okay, here's another one. Joanna Luce says, my little luxury is to put a mound of Trader Joe's whipped coconut cream on top of my yogurt. Depending on the mood or the flavor or both, I will put cinnamon or nutmeg with cacao sprinkles on top. Nice. Never thought to do that. I don't even know. I, I don't think I've bought that at Trader Joe's, but I'm there often enough that I can try it. It's a good job. That's for darn sure. And then here's another good one. This will be the last one from the viewers. Carol Wenicure says, sitting in the sun for 10 to 15 minutes during a busy workday, it changes everything mm -hmm. for the better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tapping into those circadian rhythms. I love that. Yeah. And I think you can, um, it can, it can be that it can be the sunshine in the middle of the day. It can be like on my shift and now during summer hours, walking outside for the sun setting and just kind of checking out those colors in person, even for just a quick mm -hmm. minute for you, the sunrise. I mean, there's sunrise. I'll go out in a commercial break that. just to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good. Okay. Well, let's get to ours. And I want to start, let's have you start. Why don't you go start going through your list? 
Sure. Um, I'm just gonna, you know, it's old enough to need readers now. That's oh, it's very, it's very literary. I like it. It's very serious. Okay, so one of mine, and I actually have an example. It's not actually what I'm using though, which is funny. Nice notebooks, mm. and I know you are right in this camp too. Yes. Office supplies are such a happy place for me. I love the I paper goods, paper goods, and nice pens. Yeah, I think kind of anything in that, you know certain pens I feel like I can just write faster and think more clearly do you um, know a good place to get like the really nice notebooks and not really spending money is like a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls type place yes they have and stationery and stationery oh yeah best. can I tell you something on this note also you can tell I me anything did, oh that's true that's one of the yeah, things I love anything. about you <laughs> and um, you have <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for always listening. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, um, right back at you. So many years ago, I did a sort of a documentary on a woman who had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. And we followed mm -hmm. her through the process and from literally the first or second day after she was diagnosed. And one of the things that has stuck with me, that was probably 15 or 20 years ago, is she said, she, there was one day she had almost no energy, but she went into her linen closet and she pulled out the good towels. She pulled out oh. the good towels. She was like, use the towels. And um, I, I put that with kind of the notebooks and the pens is um, don't save them, like use yeah. them. Write on the stationery, use the fancy notebook. Um, the candle, you know, use the, burn the candle. Burn the candle, thank you, burn yes. The candle. Um, even now with my girls, if we buy a special occasion dress, if my little one wants to wear that dress for dinner on a Wednesday, please do wear the mm -hmm. dress. What am I gonna do? Pass it on to, to someone else with the tag still on it, which I did when they were little. <laughs> no, I, you know, I'm afraid to say so anyway, just use the stuff. Um, you and I talked about flowers and that's just such a big one. And yeah, these ones are from my yard and you mentioned Trader Joe's. Theirs are always so affordable. You mm -hmm. just feel like that that's a luxury that is just within grasp. Here's another one. I use the, is the soap. Use the nice soap. And, my mom has um, a glass container thing in her guest bathroom filled with soaps that are shaped like shells. They have That's been funny. there since I was like seven. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like since I was seven. And on the towel rack are the fancy towels that have also been there, I think since I was seven. Use yeah. them. Use, Use them. them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a delight actually to buy new soap and to go through that process and you know, when you're somewhere, you feel like you can do that luxury. When I was I, I, probably 23 and making close to minimum wage, which I don't think people know in our business, on-air people can make minimum wage in a small market. Mm -hmm. um, I would buy $10 soap in San Francisco. Um, I know. And wow. it, I, it, it meant I didn't, you know, probably get to eat much more than noodles for dinner that night, but I was going to, you know, buy the soap. <laughs> it so was funny. a nectarine milk soap. I still remember. Um, anyway, so yes, those luxuries. Um, another one is good toilet paper and good tissues. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, it's just, it's 
costs a little bit more. And that is just something that I like to have. There is um, nothing worse than having a cold and having scratchy tissues. The like worst, the ones they used to have in school. Do you know the ones that were like borderline paper towels? Or how about at work where sometimes yeah. it is paper towels? Well, true. I mean, if that's all you got, you'll use it. <laughs> um, a nice pencil sharpener, which I have over my shoulder here. I finally invested in one that is school grade and I just love it. I just absolutely, I love having my pencil sharp. I like writing with my nice, you know, better pencils. And so that's a big luxury too. Let's see, that was is it Is it like a battery operated one or is it like a quick? Yeah. Fancy. Yeah, I like it. it. I'll see if yeah, I, I want to see your pencil sharpener. Show you. Hold on, yes. I'm going to take a little picture of your pencil sharpener. Okay. Like, All right. I mean, this is scintillating podcast right. material Let's right see. here. Oh, I know, right there. Yeah, that is a that is a nice pencil sharpener. Okay. But but is there anything better than having a nice sharp pencil when you sit down to write something? It's awesome, and it's great for the no, kids. It's, it, it's like a little habit before you start your homework. I go sharpen Carly's pencils before she starts her homework to, to prove your exact point. And it was one of our former bosses actually, who, who really got me going on the Every sharp pencils. Every morning you know at 57, because <laughs> the pencil sharpener is by my desk and he would walk over Jim Stimson and he would sharpen that pencil. Took about With five the hand crank. cranks. Yeah. Five yeah. hand cranks. And then he was ready to go to the meeting and start his day. Um, number seven for me is coffee in bed my husband will make he gets up before me because you know our, our different hours and we all we all I, get up before you yeah that's true literally everybody um it feels like a love letter every oh. single day and i have told him i would i would take that over big gestures for valentine's day or i mean coffee in bed it just really feels like such a gift um number eight i had saying yes. I, um, I don't know. I, I don't think my background, there wasn't a lot of like, oh, sure, let's do that. And so like at the end of the school year, it was the scholastic book fair at the girls' school. And to say, yes, you may have that book. Yes, we are going to um, get ice cream on the way home from school today. Um, those times that you can squeeze in a little luxury and just the ability to say yes, being at the dollar store mm -hmm. is just so amazing because you can say yes to anything and it is fine. Yeah. Um, yes, you may have an extra thing of stickers. Um, and then my last couple, but we already did one of them, but um, taking time to stretch. Ooh, when do you do that? Before bed. Really? Yeah, that's my, that's my time in the day. Mm-hmm. I like that. Do you have a few more? I feel like you've got more on that list. Keep um, going. I had These are really wrap. good. Okay. Um, thank you. I had wrapping paper at the end, but that kind of goes with nice stationery, but I do love nice wrapping paper and nice ribbon mm -hmm. and the, the act of creating um, a beautiful package is just, to me, that is so fun. Um, oh, another one I have on here is ordering food when I'm exhausted. And if we've had a busy day, then we're not having to cook that meal. And I always feel very, very, very grateful to um, have food brought in. And then um, I, I want to say, I guess, uh, for the last thing on my list, going into listening to your list, 
is that knowing a friend's little luxuries mm. is a really beautiful way to know someone, to make someone feel supported. For instance, when you leave peeps on my desk, because you know that is one of my little yes. luxuries. Um, Although, it to just, be fair, you yeah. asked me not to a few months ago, and I respected yeah, well, it. well, it's because another friend sent like a... a <laughs> A lot of peeps. Um, so yeah, I was I was good on peeps for this year. But um, yes, you were. <laughs> no, just those those kinds of things, those little gifts that somebody knows. Um, I love peonies, and Lisa Gonzalez will if she sees them at Trader Joe's when they're in season, she'll leave some on my desk, and it just yeah. feels like um, just you're seen. Yeah, you know that is such a great point. Like you should learn your friends' little luxuries to do those little surprises because it is so meaningful and it makes you feel good too when you do it for yeah, them. Absolutely. Um, okay. Am I back? Okay. To buy peeps again, or are we still on the anti peeps? No, I, I mean, it's not really know, here's season. the thing, right? It's that, but all, you know what? I'm sure there's American flag peeps because there's just, I Probably. mean, their peeps are all seasons now, but I just, I'm really trying to cut back on sugar. Okay. Okay. I can do that. I'm bringing garden stuff. That's better for you. Anyway. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So here's my list. Um, and again, these are small things. My first one I share with you, and that is flowers. And I was never somebody who just would buy flowers because to me back in the day, I thought it was kind of a waste of money. Like they didn't last. Right. It wasn't really like an investment. Like I was pretty frugal. Um, and during the pandemic, I needed something each week. And I became obsessed with flowers and it became a weekly thing and not like a huge thing, but like mm -hmm. something because I needed that like bright focal point of something. So I got really hooked up, and I can't believe I didn't know this before, like the pandemic took a pandemic for me to realize that having fresh flowers in your house is really nice. But yes. now I have made sure to plant things that I can cut. So I've, I've got some hydrangea bushes. Those are fantastic. They yes. don't cost very much and you can cut them repeatedly and always have pretty flowers. And then the ones that are over my shoulder, I actually grew those from seed. So the little thing mm -hmm. of seeds cost me less than a dollar. You don't get very many of them. They're Gerber daisies, which I just love. And um, you, but when they do grow and you cut it, it is so unbelievably satisfying and they're just pretty and bright and they make me really happy. Yeah, they're super happy. By the way, that was my dog. Was that <laughs> a really dog? weird sound? Yeah. What was that? Like a belch? A yawn? No, he, no, he's a little whiny. Um, okay. He's part Malamute, and apparently Malamutes just whine when they're hmm. wanting a walk or whatever. The so do teenage is. boys too. Anyway, <laughs> probably that's sounds another. somewhat the same. It does. Yeah, it's another podcast. <laughs> okay, my next one is. At the library, they have a table called the Lucky Day Books at my library, which are all new releases. So you can't go in and reserve them. They put copies of all these like new release books there. And if you get there and you see the one you've been wanting to read, it's your lucky day. And so I love just going and perusing the Lucky Day section. Oh, that's lovely. Five minutes, never know what you might come up with. My next one is a 15-minute walk. I've become committed to walking over the last couple of years. And I will just, if I'm tired, if I'm, I can't think, I can't work. I just take a 10 or a 15 minute walk outside and it completely changes my mindset. 
And so I'll use that time. Like if I take one in the middle of the workday, I will use it to return a phone call or to, if I've got to catch up on a, you know, a podcast guest or something, if I'm listening to another podcast, I use the time for that. And I will come back and bam, I am ready to work again. So I will, I have gone, I'll take a 10 or 15 minute walk between newscasts sometimes just around the neighborhood at the station. And it's amazing the difference in mindset and performance I get out of a 15 minute walk. And it feels luxurious. Yes. And think about all of the things that the walking encompasses because you're getting the sunshine that one of our viewers mentioned. Um, So you're getting that reset. You're noticing the the things out in nature. You're noticing someone's, you know, oh, look, the flowers just popped up in their front yard. Um, Yeah, there's just so many. And then, of course, just getting the blood moving. And that's one of the things that's honestly, for me, great about having a dog because mm-hmm. unlike you it takes you know a lot for me to get out the door and get moving <laughs> so at least with with parker um he makes sure that i get my walks every day yeah well movement is medicine so it's um mm-hmm. you know 15 minute luxury walk i love it okay another one because of my weird hours like i try to look for ways to embrace my schedule rather than seeing it as a hindrance to a normal life and yours is a little bit like this too only you're mm-hmm. on the other side of the moon for me One of my great luxuries is sitting by a pool when everybody else is at work at like three o'clock and reading a book because you feel like you're like cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm off of work. I worked all day, Mm -hmm. but it's only three in the afternoon and people are still like going. And that to me is just delicious. 15 minutes. That's perfect. Great way to view that schedule. Yes. Like you, I'm not a big mani-pedi spa type person for the time reasons. Um, but on the odd occasion that I go do the manicure pedicure, it's really nice. Like I get why people love that stuff now. It's really nice. And it's kind of nice to look down at your hands and it doesn't look yes. like you got into a fist fight with a Malamute. <laughs> exactly. Like at the moment, I actually do have exactly that because my sister took me when yeah. I was up in Seattle last week to to do a mani-pedi and I was going to an event where I felt like I needed to look a little more polished and just exactly what you're saying. I can't stop looking at my hands. I know. <laughs> don't you like feel oddly, don't you feel like oddly proud of yourself too? Like look how I grown up I am. Grown up. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like an actual like, lady. This is adulting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Okay. My next one um, is, as I mentioned earlier, like I am not, I don't really drink during the week. Um, I do like my wine on the weekend, as you know, but I don't during the week and health reasons, all the reasons I just don't. But what I have started doing is I will take a fancy glass, like, like a crystally pretty break it. It's usually up in the counter or in the cabinet, hidden away glass, ice. And I pour my sparkly water in there. You know, it has some sort of flavoring in it. Then I toss a little fruit or something in it. And it looks, oh, and like a lemon or a lime. So it looks like a full-on cocktail. Yeah. And it's not. And it might be better with a little splash of vodka, but it doesn't have it. (laughs) But I will sip it. And what I've realized is it's the um, experience of the glass sometimes that just feels amazing. Like it's just, yeah. it just feels like an experience. 
Another one that I do with that sometimes is with blackberries. If they're in season and kind of mushing them in the bottom of oh, there, there's a word for it. There's a bartender muddled. word for it's called muddled. muddled. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I muddle them in the bottom and then um, sometimes diet seven up or sparkling water or whatever. It's delicious. One of, one of the viewers mentioned that she does the same thing, only she puts frozen fruit in there. Yeah, here Ooh. it is. Kathy Braddock carbonated water with frozen fruit last night i did frozen strawberries and it was delicious i bet so they put like, like, like ice cubes ice. Yeah. yeah that's a good one it is a good one uh, my next one is eating straight from the garden and you've done that with me in the summer actually yes i have you know, like and so have my out. girls i know i know just grazing off of like a tomato plant it's such a you know west coast thing where you're able to grow everything but like just going out there and being able to like nibble off of it. It's super fun. Little luxury. It doesn't take any time. It didn't cost me any money, but it's kind of fun. You know that there have been times that we'll serve tomatoes at home and Carly will say, I don't like tomatoes. And it's like, well, you ate them in Deirdre's backyard. Well, I only like Deirdre's tomatoes. I mean, she'll eat them like candy in your backyard. Yeah. But no, not at home. That funny. All right. We'll just, but bring she's right though. They good. do taste different. They do. They do. Um, do you bring your lunch to work or your dinner to work pretty much every day? I do. Yeah. I do too. So I'm, I've always done that. I don't go out. Cause well, number one, there's nowhere to go where we work. There really is nothing close by and it's just time and I don't really have the time. So my thing that I used to hate was like my Tupperware. So I stopped doing that. And I got this idea from someone too. And I, I couldn't tell you who it was, but my little luxury is I switched to the glass Tupperwares, mm -hmm. which look more like a real bowl or whatever. And I only bring my, my food in that. And I bring like real cutlery from home. So no plastic or, you know, wooden stuff. I bring my real one and then I just make sure I bring it back, but I bring it and I eat it out of that. And it just feels kind of like your nice glass from home. It just yeah. feels better. Like the food tastes better. If you have to warm it up, it's actually healthier too. That's probably to not true. be huh. zapping Tupperware. Yeah. Look at that. I'm saving my life while having a little luxury. It's really good. Nicely done. Yeah. Okay. My next one, I've just got two left. Um, I am big on hydration. As you know, I'm always talking about drink your water. So what I do is I take all those millions of water bottles that you have and you accumulate, I fill them and I leave, we have a garage fridge. They're in the garage fridge. So there's no reason to not have like one of these reusable bottles as you're leaving. And I just got them filled all the time, which means they're nice and cold, which is mm -hmm. enjoyable while you're driving or whatever. So they're just like pre-filled. That's a good one. And cold. Yeah. Perfect. And cold. I mean, it's so stupid. But for whatever reason, it gives me some joy. And also right there by the car. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually going to do it, which is mm -hmm. good. Okay. My last one, um, the rest of them have like basically not cost any money. This one did. And I never in a million years would have bought it. But during the pandemic, my husband gave me an espresso machine for mm -hmm. my birthday. And I told him as I opened it, we don't need this, which is a terrible way to accept a gift, by the way. <laughs> and he said, give it a try. If you really hate it, you can bring it back. And I gave it a try and I loved it instantly. So it's a luxury in that I have over the last couple of years learned how to make every single coffee drink on the planet. And I've gotten to be a pretty good barista. 
And because I don't really go to coffee shops anymore, because I like making it at home, I've actually saved a lot of money. So the thing did pay for itself. So keeping with the theme of frugality, I still stay frugal. But I have come to enjoy the experience of the espresso machine and the sound and all the stuff that used to go into the experience of going to the coffee shop for me is right there in the kitchen. And I love it. And I love and making smell people of it. Drinks. Smell, the sound. I love all of it. So that's my, it's like a little simple thing that I can do that just makes the day feel a little fancy. That's nice. Fancy is such a great word. Isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Fancy so those is a are my, those word. are my, my little luxuries. Were there any from the Ruben podcast that, that you heard that, that you tried or employed? Um, you know, you Gretchen is very into scent. Mm-hmm. That, that's just kind of one of her um, big areas of focus right now. And I, you know, I would say one that I, I don't think that I tried it because of her podcast, but I became aware of it, which is one of the things that I love about uh, tr- trading these ideas and sharing them and, and um, you know, focusing on them is she had said she puts on perfume before she goes to bed because she just loves the smell of it. And I realized I do that as well. I I wear perfume for myself. I don't really wear it because I'm getting, you know, fancy um, to use that word again. I, I, I really love my one perfume and it just made me aware of the degree to which that feels special to me. And I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. I love that. Well, people should go back and I'll link that particular episode that Gretchen and her sister did in the show notes, because I did think it was so fantastic, but I How about it's you? really, oh, gosh. did you, um, did anything jump for you? you? Know, there, uh, there were actually a couple of things that they did that I already do. And I'm like, well, maybe, that, uh, but I never thought about why I do them. And so it kind exactly. of came back to me. So I just love that it kind of made me look at things a little bit differently and make sure that I'm doing them, especially on a day where I'm tired or cranky or just done. You know, you get to a day mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm just done. I need a little luxury. What can I do? And then find it. And now I do it a little bit with the kids too. So like you were saying, like, say yes to the ice cream, say yes to all those things. So I, I now I try to make a connection with them with little things. And I always make sure that they are little things, whether it's the 99 cent ice cream at McDonald's or, you know, like you were saying, like the dollar store, or it's just, Hey, I did this for you. Can I help this? How can I help you with this? And I think it's just, it takes the edge off for everybody. And it just makes the day a little nicer. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just it's 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 expansive to be able to say yes it to is. things. Well, thank you for saying yes today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for asking me. It was really so fun to write down a list of these luxuries and to go through that, just to walk through that process. Like I said, it was really elevating. So thank you. Of course. Well, let's leave people with a little challenge. I think it would be great to write out your own little list of luxuries. So we did 10, try to come up with 10 and you, you might not come up with them all at once. You might have to do like a running list to see what it is that you do already that makes things feel really good. And then I love the idea, like you suggested earlier, finding out your close friends, find out what their little luxuries are and then surprise them. 
That's a perfect one. Great. Thanks, Edie. Okay. Thank you, Deirdre. I'll see you later. What are your little luxuries? I would love to hear them. You can share them with me in a couple of different places. You could, wherever you're listening to this right now, go to the ratings and reviews section and you could write in the comments what your little luxuries are so that they live on in perpetuity so that other people can check them out as well. And if you want to leave a little writing or review while you're there as well and hit a couple of stars, that would be super helpful. You could also leave, send me a message on Instagram. You'll find me at run, read, sip, share what your luxuries are on social media. And uh, if you want to screenshot the episode and share it with your friends, that would be amazing. Thank you so much for listening to the 200th episode of the Dying to Ask podcast. It is funny these days where I find our podcast family. So for example, I was going through the airport in Bozeman, Montana, and somebody recognized my voice in the line, not from watching TV, but from listening to the Dying to Ask podcast. And that absolutely made my day. (laughs) So thank you to everybody who listens and who shares our show. A huge thanks to Brian Lau, who, as I mentioned earlier, edits our show. He catches my mistakes and he also suggests some really good stories as well and topics for our show. We'll see you next week on the Dying Desk Podcast.